I actually am ready to go, dive into Ha'azinu with the first bracha, and I want, want to say that um, we open our Torah. I'll start with a, a, a little passage from William Carlos Williams. And this is really, um, this is really with you in mind, Rabbi David, because uh, it's time for you to rest after after today, right? Really to take some some downtime. It's difficult, he says. It's difficult to get the news from poems. Yet men die miserably every day, for lack of what is found there. It is difficult to get the news from poems, he says. Yet men die miserably every day for lack of what is found there. The, the, we open our, our parsha today, Ha'azinu, it's, uh, it's deep poetry. And it's a poetry of non-dualism. It's not, uh, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu calling forth, he's giving admonishments, but he is, he is falling into the arms of heaven, falling into the arms of, of earth, he says. Give ear, O heavens, let me speak, let the earth hear my words. I utter, O may my insights drip like rain. My words flow like dew, like showers on young herbs, like droplets on the grass. Let us proclaim the name of God together. Suddenly he's no longer in this non-dual, in this dualistic world. Everything is one. Everything is participating in in the glory of God. And so um, we open this Torah as our beloved teacher, Moshe Rabbeinu, stands at the end of his life. This is really his final pedagogical teaching. And he's ready to make his great crossing. And uh, not the River Jordan, but the, uh, the other, Nahara de Nahura, the, the River of Light. He is ready to cross over into his infinity, self of infinity, his infinite uh, body. And all these years he has strained and efforted and he's yelled with vehemence and he's ordered the troops and he's scolded the people and he's dropped the tablets and he's thrown the tablets down and he's marched back up to Mount Sinai and he's demanded mercy and he's, he has exhorted so much, so much energy gone down, such fervor and such intensity needed to be a leader of us boisterous, rowdy Jews, right? We're so, I mean, I'm being generous here by saying boisterous and rowdy. I mean, we're such, such kvetching he has put up with and such just mutinies and ugh. And he's had to put up with all of that. So now at long last, Moshe's soul takes refuge in this cooling language of poetry. It's erotic and it's lush and it's beautiful and it's earthy. And he's calling the elements to life. Suddenly he has the earth and the heavens and the earth as his witnesses, not only his witnesses, but his allies, and everything's coming to life. So you could make the, ar the argument, and many have made it, that this is probably, you know, this is, sounds a little bit, these couplets and these similes, these metaphors sound like uh, you know, 5th century BC poetry. Maybe he's, uh, maybe it's Isaiah that got cut and snipped. Maybe it's Jeremiah that got redacted in here. Um, but I would prefer to say that Moshe is starting his 
he's beginning his entrance and I love that word entrance it's like entrance he's entering in there's an entrancement that's happening he's starting to get that he has heaven and earth to hold him all of creation is there the dew the rain the moisture the leaves the herbs the grass everything is there holding him and he can relax and he can be at one with all of creation he doesn't have to work so hard he doesn't have to strain an effort and strong arm anymore so um, Moshe's new beginning just like we're beginning the the new year and how do we do it do we do it with effort do we do it with exhortation and vehemence and yes we need discipline we need rigor but also we need to surrender we need to surrender we need to let go and remember that we're just participating we're participants in this great creation we're participants in a unity of consciousness and a fabric of of the world everything is participating everything is is with us hi it's okay I love it hi sweetheart are you looking for candy looking for something looking for a treasure <laughs> everything is alive everything so as he softens this white knuckle approach Moshe every part of creation starts to come to life and maybe maybe you know in older age we go back to earlier parts of our lives er, earlier eras remember sweetheart Abba there's something really important up here <laughs> more important than anything <laughs> see that's it that's what it's about that's what it's about so maybe this is um, Moshe Rabbeinu's remember he was for Chazal say for 40 years he was a shepherd remember remember when he tripped into the snebo air the, the burning bush maybe he has remembering he's having reiterations echoes of that period of his life when everything was alive all of nature was alive and talking to him when miracles were happening when he wasn't alone strong-arming the leadership uh, for so many many unruly people so maybe he is it's his tour of duty as a, uh, a cattleman that are coming back to him now but as he softens he realizes that everything is awake the heavens are awake and are listening the heaven has ears listening to everything and the earth is alive and witnessing his life work and the rain is dripping with secrets and the dew is subtly sparkling with Torah and for this precious moment before he reverts back into his normal ferocity which he does definitely in this Parsha it's ferocious as normal everything in nature is charged with God is God is participating in the glory of God and for this one poetic interlude and the first Aliyah of Shabbat Shuvah the dualistic din dies down for Moshe and for us and we see that the Torah oh dear we see that the Torah is uh, written 
in a way that is poetic. It's rippling. You'll, those of you who will come up, I hope you'll come up for this first Aliyah if you feel called to. Is ripple, it's beautifully scribed. It's in two portions as if there is a, a passageway. The only other place that's written like this is, does anyone know? Is at the Shiratayam, where there's three passages and there's a, there are these corridors that are built into the words. It's so beautiful. And um, so this first Aliyah that we're going to read, and the Bal, Balat Kriya is going to come up soon, I think, um, is for this melting, the prayer that for, for those of us who wish it, that we're able to let go, relax, even in our teshuva work, that we can surrender to a bigger creation, to the creation that knows our soul, that called us into being, that knows where we need to go and that we can trust and we can soften and we can melt into the oneness consciousness in which heaven and earth and the rain and the grasses, the dew and you are all participating in a wild, thick and sensuous unity consciousness. So I'll say more, but um, I think this is the this is the opening of the Torah, and this first aliyah I want you to consider. The first aliyah I want you to consider is for anyone here who is praying during this aseret yemei shuva, on this Shabbat shuva, this first really third day of the year. Now we're so fresh, we're like newborns to more gently surrender their grip, their tight-fisted grip on life. And even on their teshuva work, even on our, even on our work on ourselves, which we want to do de rigueur, we want to do with all of our concentration and our attention. Uh, still, if you are in the lineage of Moshe and tend to be a bit lit up on the intensity spectrum, as am I, and are dying to relax, Moshe is dying to relax into a more mystic heart that tells you that you can afford to let go. You can afford to let go and be held by a wise heaven that you'll be witnessed. It's okay. You are witnessed. You are known. You are known by creation that there's a loving earth holding you and a living sentient creation. Everything has ears witnessing you. This is this is your Aliyah.